Hello, and welcome to the, to the inaugural episode of the Examined Fandom. I'm Nathaniel, and the other one is Daniel. Hey. Hello. So, the main thing that's happened in the sporting, uh, the, the news of the sporting world is the, this crazy NBA free agency period that just started. One of the most hectic ones in recent memories. Yes. Yeah. We're going to start talking about the... The the one that grabbed us the, the moves that made uh, grabbed the immediate headlines that would that would of course be Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving teaming up in Brooklyn, right? That's so huge. that is huge. It could t- potentially change the landscape of the NBA, or it will change the landscape of the NBA. It has. So the thing to look at here is how much did did Brooklyn improve this year? And how much will they be better in the in the long run? Because Kevin Durant's missing his first year with an injury. Will they be able to win a championship? You can never answer that question right now until we play this the next season, the nineteen twenty season. We can't think about twenty twenty one yet. But let's just take a look at what they've done for the 2019-2020 season. All right, so they, they let D'Angelo Russell Russell walk. He averaged twenty one point twenty one points per game. Uh, seven assists, four rebounds, while shooting 43% from the field and uh, 37% from three. He's been, he is being replaced by Kyrie Irving, who last year averaged 24 points per game, five rebounds, seven assists, 49% shooting, and 40% from the field. So given those statistics here, we see he's got – uh, Kerry scores about three more points per game. Their, their assists are about the same. Kerry grabs another rebound, and his shooting percentage is a good 6% higher from the field and 3% higher from three. So, so what, what do you make of this upgrade there, Daniel? Well, as far as statistically, um, I think they're pretty much the same. I think the big question mark for Kyrie is, is he going to fit into the uh, Brooklyn Nets system? You know, he's been uh, – recently he's been kind of a hard point guard to work with. Yeah. It will, it will have to be – we'll have, we'll have to see how he works with the, with the Nets system. Yeah. You know, how their chemistry is. And when KD comes back, is, is Kyrie willing to go back to being the number two guy? Yeah, he's been being, three years of being the number one guy, so I don't know if he's gonna want to. I I, I assume that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving talked about that before they decided to go there. I would I would hope so, yes. I, I would really hope so. Um it could easily end up being uh a Russell Westbrook situation for for Kevin Durant. That would not be very good. Uh, a couple of people have pointed that out as a wait a second. He wants to get away from Steph Curry and go to Kyrie Irving, but Kyrie Irving is more like Westbrook, the guy who he left for Curry. Exactly. In the sense that he just takes all the shots in the playoffs. So. Well, yeah. Not make. And KD and Kyrie both took less than a max contract so they could get their friend DeAndre Jordan to join the team. Yeah, DeAndre Jordan, he's going to be a very good depth signing right for them. I don't think he's going to win them the championship. We saw that in the uh, Los Angeles Clippers, that you can't yeah. roll out DeAndre Jordan as your third best player and then expect to win at all. But then again, Katie and Kyrie Irving are hopefully going to be better than the Chris Paul and Blake Griffin combo. But there is potential for them to have this the same kind of the same kind of feeling where they're good in the playoffs, but they might not get it done in the, in the or they're getting a regular season, but they're not getting it done in the playoffs. It's going to be yeah. very interesting to see that play out and see how much different that is from the the big three that DeAndre Jordan was a part of. The um, Nets also made a good uh, signing in Garrett Temple. We're just on pick yep, That's a pickup. The, the deeper the bench, the more you can rest the stars for the playoffs. The more guys. I think, yeah, I think. The Nets have a real good bench this season. They do. Going into the season. They did. They did it last year. Um, yeah, it's going to be all about Kyrie Irving being able to fit in 
Um, actually, he's not that different from D'Angelo Russell as far as far as his offensive style goes. Uh, heavy on the ISO will pass if it was someone wide open or if they decide they're not going to make the layup and they just kick it out and the other guy shoots. So uh, I think this is very doable for Kyrie Irving. The question is how much of an increase is this actually going to be? Are they actually more of a championship contender than they were with D'Angelo Russell? If we just had D'Angelo Russell and Kevin Durant, how much different would that be from Kyrie Irving? That's going to be right. the, big, the, the big question mark with the Kyrie signing because it's a, it sounds great. You signed Kyrie, but is this actually making you better? That's just what we'll have to see you coming up this season. And how will KD come back from his uh, injury? I yeah. mean, historically, this has been a career-altering injury for players over 30, which Kevin Durant is. Not good. Um, you, you can't just dismiss it, especially since he relies a lot on, on his athleticism. Of course, he can still be a very, very effective basketball player. but it might I have mean, to, he can still shoot and all that, but... He might have to have an adjustment period, which is going to exactly. be... Exactly. Which might eat away at the 2021 season if he's got to get back to form. You saw... I mean, it's not necessarily the same, the same situation, but... Gordon Hayward had that horrific injury. And then he spent all of last year trying to get back to where he was before the injury. And he never really did make it all the way back. He, he, showed, he showed flashes, but it's going to be definitely something to watch out for when 2021 comes around. Can Kevin Durant pick it up and go and just go, go as if he never was injured? Because that is going to affect whether or not we view the signing as a good signing in the long run or well, I don't want to say it's it's a good setting no matter what, but is it does it fulfill our expectations that we might have of that? So that's right, yeah. yeah, I think the bottom line here is that they, they need to be patient with this whole thing. They might not win this year, they might not win next year, but if we're gonna give these guys four year contracts, the goal is to win a championship, and that's gotta happen over the next four years, presumably. You can't start pressing the panic button after one or two years because it didn't work out the way you thought it might. Uh, they made right. they made these commitments. They gotta they gotta see it through. So I think that's where the where the Nets are. They really gotta just see this through and be patient. They, you know. Yeah, they made the decision. Now they gotta live with it. Yeah. yeah. Now the Golden State Warriors lost Kevin Durant. But they got D'Angelo Russell. That's which is quite the interesting pickup. It was one of the most maybe to keep him away from the Lakers. I, I think they want to use him though, because well, I'm sure they want to use him, but yeah. maybe they were more um, incentivized to pull the trigger on D'Angelo Russell because they knew the Lakers wanted him. Yeah, well, I, I wonder if the Lakers would rather have D'Angelo Russell. Or just fill up with load up with bench, bench players because they could have three all stars and no bench, or they could have LeBron, AD, and then a good bench. Uh, there, 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 there are um, reports out there that if if Kawhi wasn't going to sign, they would just fill the rest of the cap space with with um, with bench guys or role players. So yeah. we'll turn out the answer to that to that question because. D'Angelo is now a, a Golden State Warrior. The obvious curse, the, 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 the initial reaction that many had was, well, wait a second, they're going to have, like, what, three three guards now? That's not going to work. But I think it's going to work fantastically for them, or could work fantastically for them. You're going to have D'Angelo Russell take over the point guard duties, then just let Seth Curry just go out there and shoot. Nate doesn't have to worry about anything except for that. And then when Clay Thompson comes back, he can go ahead and play a bit of small forward and go, in, go ahead and be the shooting guard. Because now they're going to be getting elite scarring from the one and the two the whole game. Then I think Thompson can play the three if he needs to when, the other, when both D'Angelo and Steph are on the floor at the same time. Yeah. I think he'll be able to go ahead and guard a three. I think that's going to be just fine for him. Uh, 
Golden State also signed uh, Collie Stein and Looney and Robinson the third, potentially adding depth. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're going to sign DeMarcus Cousins. I might be wrong. Do you this. think they're going to resign DeMarcus Cousins too? I, I think they will. He'll just take a minimum there. That's minimum. And I'll say that. Uh, now I don't really see any team. But go on, get a great idea. It's DeMarcus Cousins. It's going to fix all of our problems. I think he's gonna, his best best bet is to go at the Warriors and uh, see what happens right. here. Uh, uh, Andre Iguodala is out. That is a huge bench piece for them. He's basically he and Draymond Green have basically saved the Warriors in the playoffs the last few years. Or yeah, that's gonna be very interesting to see what what the Golden State Warriors are are able to accomplish if they end up rolling out with D'Angelo, Clay, Steph, and Draymond Green. I assume they're gonna extend Green at this point. You can roll on 2021 with that lineup. Maybe DeMarcus Cousins, if he works out, or get some other other starter, starting, starting caliber player. Can they still compete for a championship with that core? Um, there's only one champion, so I think they could, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, I really like how – I really like the way that Draymond Green – is the glue for the Warriors. He's really just as important as Steph and as Clay Thompson. Um, of course, you would rather have KD, but he can play guard one through five, and he makes plays for his teammates. Exactly. That's something that is – people can look. go ahead and look at his three-point um, shooting percentage and say, wow, this isn't actually – this isn't uh, – Something that an that uh, an elite player would have, but he is an elite player. Might even be a Hall yeah. of Famer. Uh, we'll have to. They, they won three championships with him. We'll have to see if they can win a fourth. Yep. Uh, It'll be an interesting season for Golden State coming up. Yeah, no, Clay Thompson. I think their goal in this season should be to find another starter to pair with, with uh, with the rest of those players, the rest of the core stuff. Clay, Russell, Green. Can they find one more guy? Maybe it's Marcus Cousins, maybe it's someone else, but can they find an impact player that can help them win this year? They can help them in the long run. That'll be there. That's their task. Do you see them missing the playoffs? I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs. Um, we'll have to see if they can keep home court advantage, but, yeah, I don't, I don't see them. Missing the playoffs at all. Uh, right now, the Warriors situation kind of reminds me of the 76ers, just insofar as that they have a bunch of talent that they got to fit together. So what did the Sixers do? This, this, they, 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 they shifted some talent around, but what they, they ended up doing? Well, Butler left. They re-signed Harris. Um... They signed Horford. Uh, Reddick is out. Went to the posing. Josh Richardson they got from the Miami Heat for Jimmy Butler. Uh, Mike Scott resigns. So, Philadelphia is going to offer Ben Simmons, or they are offering Ben Simmons a five-year max deal. They just signed Al Horford. Are they trading? Are they going to trade Embiid? I I don't see him trading Embiid. Do Do you think I mean, that if if they if they resign if, if they just sign Simmons to a max deal, could they move any of these pieces that they now have, such as Embiid, Horford, Simmons, Richardson? I think he's the most tradable. Richardson or, or Butler or not Butler Harris. They have those four guys. Could they get rid of any of them through a trade if, if, if they resign Simmons to the max? Uh, I don't know who they would, though. Maybe. I mean, they, maybe Richardson? Yeah, Richardson, but he's not signed to a max yet, so. No, but if they did, 
it did. I don't think they'd ever end up with a more desirable situation than they would have with Richardson, though. Yeah. If Embiid is, is if Embiid's on the floor, what is Horford doing? If Embiid's on a power forward, he has to be set the power forward. So I think it's gonna work in the playoffs. Did you see Ben Simmons interacting well with Al Horford and Joel Embiid on the floor? I could see it. Yeah, see it. But, but how do you think they could figure out that out with the spacing? Do you think they could get Embiid to go ahead and go to the wing and then have Horford do pick and pops, or, or what are they going to do there? I don't know. Maybe that's a good question because they don't have the same shooting as they did last year. Um, I mean, Harris can shoot, so maybe we'll see him on the wing more. Josh Richardson is a good shooter. True. I think I would have J.J. Reddick, though, so. I, I mean, I don't think Josh Richardson is as good as J.J. Reddick, but. You think you know, he's that, still, yeah, he's still good. Can this team as currently constructed win a championship? It, did, they, did they get closer to their, to their goal of completing the process? I'm not sure. I, I don't know if they – I don't know if this team can win a championship, honestly. It's going to be a very if, – it seems to me that they're going to have to either get rid of Simmons or Embiid. Now that they committed to Harris and Horford, they probably can't move them. But they got to get it together, though. Just taking a look at what, what they did last year in the playoffs, they just – And they, they had Jimmy Butler then, and – I don't know if signing Horford and getting Josh Richardson makes you a championship team, you know. If you lose Butler, not really. I think it's going to – keeping Harris was the right move over Butler. Do, do you agree with that? that I agree, game. but I don't know if Horford and Josh Richardson are going to be the uh, the spark that's needed for the uh, Philadelphia to win a championship. Yeah, it seems like they, they, they're, they're, they might improve a little bit. I really like Al Horford in the playoffs. Um, Josh Richardson's a bit of an unknown as far as what he can go ahead and do in crunch time when it really matters. But I'm not liking I'm not liking what I'm seeing from Simmons as far as that goes. And that's rather yeah, if you're going to give him out a max contract, if you're not even sure that he's going to be the answer in the playoffs when that's how you actually win a yeah. championship is when you win in the playoffs. So. I don't know why they're they're trying to resign him. They're trying to extend him now. That makes that doesn't make a lot of sense because the only case where they lose him is if Simmons finishes this year, and then signs the qualifying offer, the one year like six million dollar deal. Then he can be a restricted free agent after twenty twenty one. Like that's the only way they actually lose him for nothing. They just have to get this done now and. I think it's – I don't know why they're they're doing that now. Especially as we haven't seen any growth from Simmons since his rookie of the year last year. Yeah. Do you think it should have been rookie of the year? I think it should have been Donovan Mitchell, honestly. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell can shoot. Yeah, I don't, I don't – and here's the thing with Simmons shooting. Do you think he – do you think he, he can become a better shooter than Embiid? If he works at it. I mean, in two years, in two years, will he be as good a shooter as Embiid? I don't know, man. It's hard to say with Ben Simmons because we haven't really seen any growth from him this past year. So who's to say he will continue to grow at all? Well, he has he's not. He's not exactly a young guy either, you know. Yeah, he's a good. Not like he's five. Yeah, he's he's not like he's nineteen years old, fresh out of you know college. Yeah. Well, if you can't get to a B level, then you know that giving him a max is not a good idea because Embiid's not a formidable shooter yet. He's got to work on that still. Um, I, I think if Ben Simmons has, as of right now, not having seen him improve, he definitely has a limited ceiling. And yeah. 
Is he going to be better than Russell Westbrook? You think? Do you, I don't think Ben Simmons is, will be better than Westbrook. And then take a look at what Westbrook has done in the playoffs. Not much. Not much. He, he made it to the championship uh, in 2014 with Kevin Durant. That was that was a lot of Kevin. That was Kevin Durant's MVP year. Hell yeah! Well, he did have an MVP year though himself, so you never know. Maybe I I I could see Ben Simmons winning an MVP if he puts up good numbers. I'm thinking he can be like Simmons. He can be like Westbrook insofar as that he gets all this recognition and blah blah blah. But when he's in the playoffs, he's not going to win the team any games. He's just going to go out there and brick. Or not even shoot at all and just let the lane be clogged, which is not what you need when your best player is the center. Well, and now they have Horford, who has more of an inside game as well, so they don't really have any serious threats from the perimeter. So, are you gonna? I, I assume they're gonna be doing lots of pick and pops with Horford, screening probably. So that really does help Simmons out a lot, actually, if you really think about it, because you got to respect Horford with the pick and pop. But Yeah, you'll have to guard him. And then if Simmons breaks free, you can always pass it to Embiid down low or kick it out to Harris or whomever in the wing. So that I think Simmons will improve by having Horford over, over Jimmy Butler just because Horford can do the pick and pop. So screening is going to be a lot better for Simmons. But, yeah, um, it's going to truly depend. Can someone close out Orford? And if they can't, if they can manage to uh, not let Simmons get to the rim and contest Horford, I think that's, that's, that's a win for the defense. Yep. Yeah. So, the bottom line here, did they get better? Probably. But it's not a perfect fit yet. We need to see Simmons improve, and they want to give him a max deal. So, they want to keep this team as it is, as the final the final product of the process. And you would like the process, five years of losing on purpose, to have produced a more, a, a more coherent philosophy of play they just have a bunch of talent that you don't really know what to do with right right so should, should any team ever try the process ever again i don't know probably not i mean take a look at what milwaukee what toronto have done they did not try into that process stuff and yeah they they actually didn't none of those teams had any uh top five picks and they, I think they kind of just developed from within with, you know, Toronto with DeRozan, you know, yeah. Milwaukee with Giannis. Yeah. And, of course, Kawhi is a mid-round pick. Giannis is a mid-round pick. Yep. All that. And it's just not worth losing on purpose. It's better to just build build yourself up. I think that – I think Toronto Milwaukee really proved this year where it's at. And that's yeah. – All right. Now that Jimmy Butler's gone, he's going to have to land somewhere. Where'd he go? He went to the Miami Heat. Max contract. Max contract. The Heat lost Whiteside. They lost Richardson. They managed to get in Myers Leonard and Jimmy Butler. So I think the, the Miami Heat got a lot better. Uh, I think Jimmy Does it make them a playoff team? Playoff team. Over, I, I think they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and squeeze out either Detroit or or the Magic or the Orlando Magic or the teams in front of them. Um, well, of course the Charlotte Hornets so they can pass that now. So yeah, I, I think they'll be able to make the playoffs. Um, I'd be really interesting to see. I I really want them to be able to play Philadelphia in the first round. <laughs> Um, that that's something that we need to root for now. I just realized why we need to root for um, why we need to root for that to happen because that would be great TV. And do you think 
Do you think that Jimmy Butler could pull that off? Beat the 76ers by himself. Well, Myers Leonard, you know, you saw what he did to the uh, Warriors. That's true. Oh, uh, that, that would be the most amazing thing. Kelly Olenek, Myers Leonard, yep. and Jimmy Butler take down the 76ers in the first round. If that happens, we're geniuses. If it doesn't, we weren't serious. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. So the Heat got better. They're going to make the playoffs probably. Um, they can pass the Pistons, Magic, and the, and the Hornets, the, the teams in front of them in the standings, and they have a chance against the Sixers. All right, if they should meet them in the first round. Milwaukee or Toronto, a little less so. we got to see where Kawhi goes, but more on that later. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets are the team, one of the teams that the Miami Heat will pass as long as the Heat stay healthy. The reason we say that, uh, the reason I, reason I can say that they will pass it is because they downgraded their point guard seriously. And they got yeah. Kemba Walker Terry Rozier. and Terry Rozier. So what are they doing here? If To me, it looks like they're trying to just, I don't know, it looks like they're just going to boil the whole team up and start from scratch. Yeah. Well, then why would you get Rozier? Hey, why not just... Maybe they're hoping Rozier will be the, the first uh, the foundation for that. Maybe they're hoping it will continue to improve. I mean, maybe. But you signed him three years. What was it? Three years, $20 million a year. That's some pretty serious cash for Terry Rozier. Maybe he goes ahead and uh, gets some pretty nice, a pretty nice year that you can trade him. But Charlotte has a lot of – Terrible veteran contracts. Um, that they need to get rid of first. I believe they have – I'm just taking a look at the contracts here that they have on on, on tap for this year they got. Nicholas Batum for $25 million. That's right. Nicholas Batum for $25 million. You got Terry Rozier at $18 million. Uh Bismack Biombo. So that again. Bismack Biombo, right? Center, 17 million. You'll never guess. Oh no, you'll you'll never guess what the next three guys and how much they're making. Like this is just this is not right. All right. So how much is Marvin Williams making? 30 or 30 33 year old power forward. I have no idea. How much? Fifteen million. Fifty million. Fifteen, fifteen. Were you aware oh. that Marvin Williams was an NBA player? I I think I knew. I just didn't really know much about him. Yeah. I think I've I've heard his name. I just Yeah. You, know. you, you never saw him on any highlight. Yeah. Cody Zeller. Is he he's still on the team though? He's on the team. What's his salary? He, he he's not bad. He's not bad. I don't know how much they're paying him though. Guess, take a guess here. Uh, twenty million. Well, they're not that. It's not that bad. It's only a good fifteen million or fourteen point point five. Yeah, fourteen point five for Cody Zeller, and you're expecting to compete. You're expecting to compete. Yeah. Now this is a, this is if you're to try to come to if you were going to try to construct a team to make the ninth seed every year, it would look a lot like this. Michael K. Uh, Michael K. Gilchrist is making thirteen million a year. That's a lot of money for my okay Gilchrist. It is. So you got let's repeat this. Nicholas Batum, Terry Rozier, Bismack Biombo, Marvin Williams, Cody Zeller, Michael K. Uh, Gildrest. They're all making above 13, 13 million or above. Is that a winning combo right there? No, it's not. That's a ninth seed combo. Maybe even a tenth. They might, they might get I think they'll get downgraded to a tenth seed. So that that's gonna be they're all free agents after this year, but most of them are free agents after this year, except for two. Two is year. It's going to be – Maybe they're trying to blow the team up after this season. Yeah, I'm going to attract a free agent. I'm going to sign Ben Simmons to go with Terry Rozier and then sign Anthony Davis with their cap space and run out, run out with that team in 2021. 
That's what the Charlotte Hornets will not be doing. All right. Boston Celtics. They got they went into Kemba. Signing trade with the Hornets. They got Kenner. They lost Horford and uh, Kyrie, obviously. So Kemba versus Kyrie, who you got? I think Kemba is going to be a better fit for the Celtics system. I don't think he's as good of a basketball player as Kyrie, but he's he's still good. He's still great. Um, take away the take away the championship what? that take away the championship that uh, Kyrie won with when he was piggybacking off of LeBron. Um, what's the difference Kemba Kemba Walker and Kyrie Irving? They're I, I guess they yeah, they might if. Uh, Kyrie didn't have that championship when he was on Cleveland, and uh, Kemba might be on the same level as Kyrie. Yeah, this is one of these unfortunate perception is reality things, uh, but I don't really think Kemba's worse. And I think he'll be a better fit for the Celtics, and I don't think he'll be as – I mean, when have you ever heard of Kemba having chemistry issues, you know? Yeah, well, have many of you ever heard of the Charlotte Hornets? You didn't know how many guys on the team. Yeah, Bismack Biombo. That's right, Bismack Biombo. Rock it in. All right. Yeah. So, see here, losing out on Horford. How how many wins is that gonna cost them? I think it, I think Horford was a big part for the uh, Celtics. Um. And I don't know, and they got Cantor, which is good, but I don't think he's going to be as good as Horford was for them. You think it's going to cost them five wins? Yeah, I, I think they're still making, you know, I think they're still going to have home court advantage. Oh, that's, that's a little bit out. I, I guess they, they, they definitely could. Um, they, they have, they still have, you know, Tatum, Brown, you know. Hayward, all those guys. Yeah, Kimber Walker. Yeah. I, I, I'm optimistic for the Celtics. The most, it's all going to depend on how on whether or not Kimber Walker unlocks Gordon Hayward, Tatum, and all those guys. Then they might not miss Horford as much, but losing Horford does lower their ceiling for this year in the playoffs. Yeah, they can really get it going with Robert Williams, the Time Lord, which. I, hey, he's got a lot of potential, but I don't know if he's going to have that realized in 1920 or 2019, 20, and 2020. So, exactly. The New York Knicks, the theoretical rivals of the Boston Celtics. All right. The narrative here is that they've made, they've just been. They've just experienced the greatest disgrace in history of basket in the history of basketball. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I think I don't think they made. I don't think they struck out. I mean, they didn't land any big name free agents, which I think people were thinking they might. But you know, I don't think they struck out. They got Julius Randle, Taj Gibson, Bobby Portis, Peyton, and Reggie Bullock. They also got Ellington. You know what all those guys have in common? They have two-year contracts with uh, team options for the second year. Yeah. Which means that, well, Which there are actually two things they have in common. The first is that they can all play. Yeah, the second, they got some veterans. This, the second thing it's got that, that they all have in common is that is the is the one on one contract except for Julius Randle who has a three year contract? But he's let's take a look at Julius Randle real quick. Julius Randle has scores scores twenty points a game, grabs about ten rebounds. Three years, sixty million. Is is that good? Is that bad? I think that's a pretty good signing for Julius Randle. That's a very solid pickup. They're making the team unambiguously better. There's no negative to the signing. They're not taking away from any player. They just added a 20-point scorer, 
and those don't grow on trees in the NBA. That's not something that you can just say, oh, it's just a consolation prize. Well, it's still a prize. That's, that's not going to be a bad signing for them. I, I just, he can help win, win some, well, score some points at least. I don't think he win games, but they're a better team now than they were, and they didn't sacrifice any long-term goals to do so. Right. Um, having all of those veterans. I think that will help them. Can they make the playoffs? I think they could maybe squeeze into the AC in the East. Take a look at the teams in front of them. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes, no, maybe. How oh, they're passing the Cavs. Yeah. The Bulls. Yeah, they can pass the Bulls. The Hawks. Yep. Wizards. Yeah, I think so. Hornets. Yeah. Yep. So now, right now, they're now you got the New York, the Miami Heat, uh, occupying the ninth and tenth spots, trying to, to trying to make 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 their way into the top eight. In yep. front of them are the Orlando Magic, the Detroit Pistons, at seven and eight. Can they can out of those four teams? Do you think that Detroit and Orlando are out, and Miami and New York are in? Is that possible? That plausible? I think. I think. Yeah, they could probably overtake Detroit. Overtake Matt the Magic and all of a sudden in the playoffs. Now they can. They can open a max spot in twenty in the summer of twenty twenty or in twenty twenty one. So if they make the playoffs, win a couple of games somehow. Yeah, people can, might want to go there now. Yeah, they might. Wanna, they might become the Nets are now. I don't think they have signed. Anything at the magnitude of Kyrie and KD, but they can definitely they're they're, they're setting the foundation to be good enough to get the pieces they need to win a championship. It's, it it's not as good as getting the pieces you need to win a championship, but they're on the right track. They just got a lot better, um, and it has to be said, good for them for not trying to trade for Chris Paul. That yeah. is a loser contract that the Houston Rockets have. They were unsuccessful in their plots to ruin the whole team and get Jimmy Butler. Either way, they'd still be in the same spot ultimately. So, yeah. New York Knicks, New York Knicks are on the on the way up, and they might take criticism. Right, then they might people might be saying, "Well, that's we're so terrible right now," but I doubt that they're going to be saying that. Uh, next summer, or the year for that, after the the next show, city improvement, and the, I don't think the Nets are going to win a championship. So, as long as they do well enough, I think they'll at least get acknowledged as getting better. Yeah. All right. Now. The Milwaukee Bucks are finished the top at the top of the league standings with sixty wins last year. Who are their main free agents that that that, that they had? Uh, they had uh, Lopez, Brogdon, and Middleton. Big big three. The big free agents for them. All right. They took in and they re-signed Middleton to a max contract. They signed and traded Brogdon to the Pacers, and they re-signed Brooke Lopez and George Hill. They also signed Lopez. Yes, embrace no, the Robins. They they signed Robin Lopez. Double trouble. Uh, that's the most amazing thing of all time. Um, and they picked up Wesley Matthews from the Pacers as well. So, Nikola Mirotic. Uh, left the United States to go play basketball in Spain. So the Bucks lost out on that theoretically, but I don't think they'll miss him. I actually think that Especially Robin now that they got Robin Lopez. Robin Lopez, I think he can start shooting threes. Uh, last year they had this this player, uh, center, longtime NBA veteran, John Henson. 
And then they said, well, we're going to start practicing their threes. And so John Henson said, all right, well, I'm also practice threes. And all of a sudden, he can make a three if it was open. So I think Robin Lopez is going to be getting open looks. And I think that he's going to be practicing those looks. And I think he'll be able to make them and be able to help stretch the floor even. He did shoot a good 22%, a good 22%. That's good for the Bulls. He shot a good 22% for the Bulls last year. He He's not – it's not like he doesn't know how to shoot at all. Right. George Hill resigned. Yep. George Hill resigned. The Bucks get I worse? Think, better? I don't I don't know if the Bucks got worse. I think maybe they even got a little better. Do you think that the fact that they got rid of Malcolm Brogdon do you do you think it was because they didn't want to pay the luxury tax. I'm not sure. So tell what you have to read there. Uh, maybe, maybe it was. I hope it wasn't. That's not good ownership if you're not – because if, if you're willing to, to, to put money, short-term money over long-term success, which gets you more money than, than not having success – so it, it's better to be successful and pay the tax and get the money that comes with being successful than it is to not pay tax to be less successful. Right. But I this definitely makes it much more easy to, to sign Giannis to hopefully for the Bucks and hopefully resign him to a five-year mega extension next summer. So the more financial flexibility they can get without sacrificing the team – that's that's gonna be a win for the Bucks. Do you think they can compete? Do you think they can win a championship right now? I think so. I think so. I mean, they were the best team in the league last year. They probably could have last year. I think, yeah, they they could they could definitely win a championship with this roster. Could the Los Angeles Lakers win a championship if they sign Kawhi Leonard? Um. Uh, that's a good question. I don't know if getting Kawhi makes some championship contenders. Here's listen to this here. LeBron James last season played 55 games. Anthony Davis, 56. Kawhi Leonard, 60. That's a total of 73 games not played. If Kawhi Leonard signs the Lakers, you're going to have LeBron James – Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Kuzma, probably Davis, Cutwell Pope, and then a bunch of better and minimum guys. Oh, Jared Dudley just signed. Yeah, you're going to have Jared Dudley with the leg. Yeah, so Jared Dudley. Jared, Jared Dudley's going to win him a championship. Jared, he's going to be the, the piece that gets the bench together. He's going to go ahead and be the sixth. Jared Dudley for sixth man of the year. Okay, it's decided. So, I mean, who's going to be their point guard now that Alonzo Ball's gone? LeBron. LeBron James is the point guard. I think. Yeah, well, that's. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of been kind of point guarding the last few, or playing the point, I should say, the last few years. Really, if you really think about it, because he's just been taking the ball down the court every time, and then telling people what to do, and then doing his thing, cutting the ball, but. Having that they... big three is amazing. But once one of those guys is out, it makes the team significantly worse. It's going to be they're, – they're, the Lakers could only win a championship if those three guys stayed together the whole year. And play right? pretty much every single game. In the, in the playoffs, at least. Yeah. That's a concern. It's a legitimate concern. It's not some sort of, well, well, that's just what you're saying. Just so, you know, you're not just admitting that they're going to the championship. It's a legitimate concern to get these guys healthy. Because yeah, Anthony Davis, Davis and Kawhi both have checkered pass with injuries. And LeBron James is just coming off of his – the first season he actually got injured for real. Yep. And be, he's, he's getting older. Not, not a recipe for success. 
older and injury. Do you think? I mean, we saw last year with the 76ers, just because you have a collection of talent, you know, doesn't mean that a championship is guaranteed. Yeah, and this would be the – that top three might be the most talented top three in NBA history. If you really think about it, you might be able to say, well, no, there's some other combo, but you basically got the best player to generate, the best player of this generation, LeBron James. Garlander's basically just as good as of right now. I mean, mean, people are going to say LeBron James is better. Uh, Garlander in the playoffs is just as effective. Uh, He's able to lock down players and score at will. So he's basically – he's – yeah, he's just as good. Take a look at the stats. 26 points per game, 25 points a game until the last three years we actually played. A lot of the games, two-time defensive player of the year. He's still going strong. Um, I, I think he can actually challenge LeBron James if he wins two more championships. Should he do so at the Clippers if he wants to be in Los Angeles? Well, before we move on to the Clippers, I, I got one question for you. If yeah. uh, Kawhi doesn't sign with the Lakers, are they making the playoffs? Well, it's no guarantee. I mean, it's not guaranteed, you know. Take a look at at last year's standings. We are Golden State with 57 wins. The Nuggets with 54. The Blazers with 53. The Rockets with 53. The Jazz with 50, 50. The Thunder with 49. The Spurs with 48. The Clippers with 48. And then the Lakers down in the 10th spot with 37. He's getting rid of Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, and replacing that with Anthony Davis. Going to get you 11 wins? It, well, 12, really. They got to get 49 to pass the other teams. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it would. You'd have to have LeBron. If, if LeBron James is healthy for all 82 games or 80 or so. 75 would be good enough, I think. It'd be something for that. For We can play, go back to how it was before the injury or before the last year. We can go back to where he was, where he just played. Before he got injured, he was doing just fine. So if we can stay healthy for the whole year and if he was stay healthy for the whole year, then yes, they'll probably make the playoffs. But that's not even a guarantee then. And right. Even that's assuming they do stay healthy, which is not 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 a very It's not a given. Not not a given at all. Both of them played only fifty five and fifty six games. And Anthony Davis has had a very checkered past. It's gonna be it's not it's gonna it's not gonna be as easy as it might sound, because you have LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Now you're gonna be good. Well, Lonzo Ball was good for the Lakers. They have a much higher rating percentage than Lonzo Ball played, and now they don't have a point guard. Let's just reset Rajon Rondo. Um, is Rajon Rondo the answer to everything? I don't think so. I don't think I don't think the Lakers think so. So this is a desperation. It's like what, what really looks like what happened to the Lakers was that they thought that Paul George was going to sign, but he stayed in Oklahoma City. I I think that's what happened to them. They were expecting Paul George and LeBron James to sign. LeBron signed, Paul George stayed in Oklahoma City, and then they just filled the roster with a bunch of guys like Lance Stevenson, Rajon Rondo, JaVale McGee, and they'll do the same thing this year if, Kawhi doesn't sign. Yeah. If he does sign, we already talked about what can go wrong there. But Kawhi to the Kawhi to the Clippers. Good, bad. I think that if Kawhi went to the Clippers, I think that would be a great matchup for him. Or you know, that'd be a good fit for him. That would be a good fit. I think he could fit right in with the Clippers. They just need someone to go ahead and take take command. They have a very tight squad. 
They can play. Patrick Beverly resigned. Patrick Beverly resigned. He actually he actually dissed the uh the Los Angeles Lakers ownership. He said, "Well, you know," he he says, and then like, "Well, you got to go to the oh the ownership's great, the medical staff's great, everything's great." Um, and the Clippers, unlike other teams in LA, so I was unaware of a third team in the in the Los Angeles area, so. He's talking about the Lakers there. Uh, I I don't know why Kawhi Leonard would want to go to the would want to go to the Lakers if he could go to the Clippers. I think the, the a Kawhi led Clippers team could destroy the Lakers with Anthony Davis and LeBron James. I I think you're right too. I I agree. Because Kawhi is the Le, is the LeBron stopper. There's no question about that. LeBron, I think LeBron knows that too, even. So, right yeah. off the bat, you got LeBron James is nullified. I think you got Anthony Davis versus the rest of the Clippers. Not going to happen. Yep. So, I, if Kawhi wants to go ahead and do his own thing, he could go to the Clippers and – so LeBron, what's what? And he could dominate the Los Angeles market, and maybe that would be very interesting to see how that affects his, their legacies in ten years if Kawhi comes in and destroys the, <laughs> the Lakers. I mean, how is that going to reflect on LeBron if the guy who 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 locked him down in the finals one year? Comes into the other team in Los Angeles and then shuts him down again. Yeah, exactly. Do you, do you think that, that Kawhi could ever surpass LeBron James in all time? I think he could. I think he could. Do you think? Do you think, do you think Kawhi Leonard could become the goat? I don't know about that. Yeah, uh, here's the thing with the goat: is that it's all based on perception. None of it's based on reality, because the reality is there's no such thing as the goat. But that's neither here nor there. That's a whole another podcast. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a big can of worms to open. Yeah, so it's a free agency oh, yeah. episode. <laughs> if if you get start talking about the goat, then you're gonna have to admit that on the, you're not gonna admit anything. But once you start talking about the goat, you're darn if you do, darn if you don't. Because, well, how can you say there's no such thing as the GOAT? It's obviously Michael Jordan, except for the people who think it's LeBron, or the people like me who think it's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I think Michael Jordan's better than Kareem. uh, I'm pretty sure that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar would beat Michael Jordan, but I'm one. Maybe, but I don't know. Uh, Yeah, he would. He's also... He also scored more points. He also won more championships. Kareem won more championships? Right now, I'm about to double check. He won one with the Bucks. How many did he win with the Warriors? And then he, he won a couple with the Lakers, but I don't know if he won six championships. He won the 71 finals with the Bucks, the 80 finals with the Lakers. 82 finals with the Lakers, 85 with the Lakers, 87 with the Lakers, and the 88 with the Lakers. Actually making that on par with Jordan, so he has um, – he does have six, just like Jordan. So, yeah. Actually, it's, it's the same. Jordan was a shooting guard, you know. He won – anyone like defensive player of the year? I'm still going to say Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is because no one can stop that guy. But then, I'm going to say that, we have to go all the way back to Wilt Chamberlain and say that Wilt Chamberlain is the GOAT. Because uh, the, he did score 100 points. He did score 100 points. He was the best player of his time. So, back to this current time. <laughs> LeBron and Kawhi, that's who, who you got all time. Based on what you think you're going to have in the next five years. I, I'm I, I'm saying I don't know. I think LeBron has a really solid legacy. Yeah, 
Do you think he can ever become the GOAT now? I don't think so, no. Yes or no? Dude, do I think LeBron is the GOAT? Or he could be the GOAT? He's not the GOAT guy. I don't, it's not, you know. I don't think he could. I don't think he could. Yeah, because even if he wins two more or three more, which is probably out of the question, two more championships, he's not going to – it's not going to be accredited accredited to him. It's going to be accredited to probably Kawhi and Anthony Davis yep. helping him out to get those ones. Mm-hmm. He's not the main he, – he actually would not be the – that would be very interesting if Kawhi signs the Los Angeles Lakers. One of the reasons I think Kawhi Leonard should not do that is because there would just be this insane power struggle about who's the alpha dog. Like who's and who's going to be taking the most shots and, you know. That, that's not – if that happens, it will not be pretty. Let me promise you. It's going to be a big-time chemistry mess. And it's going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy with people, with the media. They're like, well, this is going to be an issue. And then they're, oh. there's going to be some little scuffle, and then the, well, there's an issue. The media is just going to eat that up. Oh, yeah. I mean, what else are they going to talk about? There's, exactly. I mean, they already talk about the Lakers, you know, so much. And if they start having chemistry problems, they're going to be all over it. Why did the Lake? Why? Why is it that the Lakers get so much attention? Because they're a big market team, you know. But so are the Knicks and the Nets, and the Nets are at least better than the the, the Warriors. Do you think that's going to change now? Do you think it's going to be the Net? I think yeah. I think the Nets are probably going to start getting a little more attention now that they got KD and Kyrie and them guys. If the Lakers don't have LeBron James. Do do they still talk about the Lakers now? Oh, they have, you know. They have even before uh, LeBron was there when they had, uh, you know, Kyle Kuzma, Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram. I remember they, that. The media, the media was still all over them. Remember when that was the thing was that it was, oh, we got Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, wow. What's going to happen? Oh, Playoffs? Oh, no, no playoffs. <laughs> you know when the last time the Los Angeles made, Lakers made the playoffs was? Probably when Kobe was there. My God, Lakers playoff appearances. Honestly, it's a seven-year streak. It is? Seven years. They ended up making last made the playoffs. 2012, I believe. Yeah, um, 2013. So, not good. How how long do the Lakers have until their little until until the media stops paying attention to them or tones it uh, I don't know if that will ever happen, honestly. Like, do you think they could become as bad as the Knicks and still have that happen? Or as bad as the Knicks have been previously? Well, as bad as the Knicks have been previously, the media still kind of talks about them, you know? I don't even talk about the Knicks unless it's in division. Maybe. Yeah, I think I, they you, would have to. Have you been hearing the the uh, the Kevin Knox? Have you been hearing the Kevin Knox propaganda? I'm not. What's going on? Uh, well, no, but you've been hearing the Alonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma are all going to be super great. Hype. Right. Um, right. Certain media sources. Uh, I don't know. It's a little bit bizarre why they care so much about the Lakers when. Big market teams, man. Yeah, uh, they have not won a championship since 2010. Numerous other teams have won championships, including the Cleveland Cavaliers. Why aren't the Cavaliers getting – well, actually, I will say, the, when LeBron was on the Cavs, it was not soft Cavs coverage. Well, exactly. It's, it's LeBron, really. LeBron. So I can't wait till LeBron leaves the Lakers, and then Anthony Davis is there by himself, and then they still talk about the Lakers, even though they haven't, they, they'll be going on about nine years without any playoffs. 
So. Oh, and I think the last thing we had to talk about today was what if Kawhi signs with the uh, resigns with the Raptors? Yeah, I I gotta believe they're the they're their favorites to repeat. Um, I I would agree with that. I mean, they did it last year. The team stayed the same. Gasol resigned. So. Uh, plenty of teams are gonna. There's a lot of contenders this year. A lot of contenders this year, but all of them have issues to put together. I think the team that is that has the best chance to knock them off might be the Sixers or the Bucks. Um, obviously, in the East, it's going to be the Sixers and the Bucks. You never know what the the deal is going to be in the what's coming out from the West. Uh, yeah. The the Bucks are going to have better chemistry than the Sixers. They're more they play together more. We'll see what adjustments Coach Bud makes after his Coach of the Year campaign. That's going to be huge. Determining whether or not they can actually get over and beat the, the the Raptors, but they were very close to beating the Raptors in this last year's finals. Exactly. So it, it will be close. It'll be close. It'll be close. Um, either way, whatever you do, Kawhi Leonard. Not the same with the Lakers. That's going to be bad for everybody involved. And it would take years for us to recover from. It would take years for the media to stop. Yeah. The Lakers, which is something they were all tired of. With that, happy note of promises of years and years of the Lakers getting useless coverage that they don't deserve. We will say goodbye for now. Stay tuned for we're going to be talking about baseball later on. And we'll continue to be talking about the NBA and its and its its new setup after <laughs> numerous crazy free agents switching teams. Yep. Yep. See you guys then. See you.